1: Hello everyone and welcome to Club Live here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We are live on YouTube tonight, so get your comments in the live chat and let us know your thoughts on what we will be discussing tonight. I am Scott Carney, I'm hosting Club Live tonight. I said Club Live when I expected to say Club Dick Corner, this isn't my show. This feels rather alien to me, but uh, yes, joining me tonight is Alistair Pearson. Ali, how are you?
2: Very anyway, well. That's a, a good start to the podcast after last week's. Um, <laughs> yes, up. It is. we've always got a blipper in it somewhere, so stay oh. tuned. There will be one coming. Um, yes, it's the the three amigos tonight. I don't know where the, um, Judith Chalmers is again. is um, on our on our holidays again. Ryan, thank yeah, you his holidays again, Ryan. So hopefully he'll be back soon. Ryan, I'm missing him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd imagine you yeah. um, are. No, I, I, I don't know when Ryan will be back. To be honest, um, um, I'm hoping next week. I'm hoping next week. Uh, and Scott Gemo, Scotia, how's it going?
3: Yes, very good, guys. Very good listeners. Um, yeah, busy week. Um, glad you're hosting tonight, Carney, because it's kind of given us the week off, as it were, not really having to put too much, too much into it in terms of sorting agendas and whatnot out. But I'm um, looking forward to tonight. Yeah, I'm
1: a good gaffer, mate. I'm a good gaffer. I am. I am a good gaffer. I will give you a well-earned rest for your efforts over the season. Ali, do me a favour and do the comments, will you? Because I realise I can't do do two things at once. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. So yes, before we get into things, uh, support the podcast to reach the next level. You can join the YouTube channel for as little as 99p a month. You can also buy the podcast A Coffee and join the Coffee by Legend membership via buymeacoffee.com. All the links are in the description for this podcast podcast. Uh, thank you to our members, thank you to our coffee buyers, etc. Over the summer, and um, we have decided there will be more than one pod. Um, there will be some that will be members only as well. Still all to be finally confirmed and announced to we are, believe it or not, we are busy men away from this podcast. So uh, it's trying to get time to put it all together and the live show is definitely in the works it's in the works more details to follow so definitely watch this a yes in the comments
2: <laughs> if you'll come to the viceroy for the live show
1: yeah i think i think I, i'm obviously i'm a bit nervous the fact that i think i'm gonna put out nobody's gonna come we're gonna look a wee bit silly <laughs> in that regard uh but i'm pretty sure we could fill the viceroy mate i'm pretty sure we could i think there's enough people that be willing to come so yeah it will um it will be happening um this summer. Um that I'll I'll put that on record that it will it will happen this summer. I just don't know when yet. Uh but don't worry. It'll this year? No, I'll say this year. <laughs> Take it back. I mean, this year it will happen. It will definitely happen. Uh, anyway, right, stop all that nonsense. We'll start with the signing of uh, Dujon Sterling announced on Tuesday evening. Uh, Sterling becomes our second summer signing, adding to the signing of Kieran Dow. A statement on the club website said, Rangers Football Club are delighted to announce the pre-contract signing of Dujon Sterling from Chelsea. Dujon will officially become a Ranger on July the 1st on a four-year deal subject to international clearance. The twenty-three year old who is versatile across the back line becomes Michael Beale's second signing of the summer transfer window as preparations continue ahead of the twenty three-24 season. Before we come to what Beale and Sterling said themselves, Ali um what Sterling had to say himself actually about joining the club. What is your thoughts on this signing? Thank you very much, William Campbell, for the donation, mate. That's very much appreciated.
2: Yeah, no, thanks, William. Yeah, I'm happy. I know Ryan was buzzing in the group chat because it's a, a right back we're going right to to push Tav. Interest in what we do next season in terms of formation, do we tinker with it? But I like the look of him. I've been, as we all do, on YouTube to see what he looks like. I know everyone <laughs> looks brilliant on YouTube, apart from us three clowns. But um, <laughs> <coughs> he's um, he looks a no nonsense defender, Carney. From what I looked at him on YouTube, he, he loves a tackle. He just loves and you like that as a defender. Doesn't get goals like Tav does. I think he kind of said in his interview he's kind of kept on a leash a wee bit. But when he's off the leash, he enjoys it. So um, what he said, yeah, I like the look of him. He's played in the Championship in England. He was highly sought of at, at Chelsea when, as a youngster. So again, can kind it of, he, he, he ticks the boxes? It's a free transfer. It's it's it's, it's a it's a good gamble because we're not paying money for this guy. I wouldn't imagine he's on a, a huge wage at Rangers. he would been a decent wage, but. Um, yeah, it's good, and we've been screaming out for a right back as um, to yeah. push Tav. I know we had Parsons, but since um, Zavowski came in, then he cut it divine. I don't know if he fancies divine, but yeah, I don't think this boy's coming near. Can he? sit sitting on the bench? I think he's coming to push Tav and potentially maybe take over Tav moving forward. But good signing.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, mate. I'm, I like. I'm encouraged by the signing. I'm encouraged by, as you say, the obligatory YouTube video. I am encouraged by that. What I seen, I was like, oh, he's not, he's not scared to get stuck in, and he's played in. In a nitty gritty, for nitty gritty teams, if that makes sense, he's played and people that are um, that are battling at times, um, which I think I think's important when he's coming to Scotland, Scotia, The statement read versatile across the back line. Is this another view towards being flexible to a three at the back at times?
3: Yeah, Ali kind of touched on it there, and that's kind of what I see because you know you've got him there. Tabs not going to be dropped all that often next season you wouldn't expect, you know, I think he probably do be getting rested more often than he was last season, certainly in the season before Um, so we maybe look to that for an option, there's probably other be aspects about that, like what's next for Divine. I don't know if you'll come on and speak about that but yeah, I think there's that and it's to me, Kerry screams out, like we could be looking with that signing as an idea to go with the three at the back like we've seen I do expect us to still go out and sign at least one, maybe two um, centre defender, yeah. Um, yeah. If um, Davies, certainly two of them um, Davies leaves, but most definitely I expect to see one more centre defender come in. And um, but like Ali, Ali Kerry summed up everything as Ali does. Um, yeah, looks good. Um, comes in <laughs> at a pretty decent young age. He's played, he's played just under, I think, just under 100 games. He's sort of first team football for you know three fairly decent clubs down in sort of championship or lower in, um, in England. So he comes with um you know, a bit. A good experience there. Um, something else I noted that I quite glad that we're doing now, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but both Dowell and Serling coming in and on the articles on the Rangers website it told us how long the the contracts were for. Contract so yes, four year deal. Yeah, so you know, because I still don't think it's ever actually been confirmed in sort of words what a Raskin and Cantwell are actually what their actual contracts are. I think mm. the only time I heard it is through you know, like heart and hand or Stevie at Four Lads, Rangers Review, asking the question directly to Rangers and saying it back. But, you know, that's a wee change we're seeing now as well with the changes up at the board level and things like that. But no, looks like a promising promising asset to to sign. And, you know, it's good that we're getting business done early and getting these Bosmans in early as well because, yeah, get all these ones in and then I think we'll maybe see, like, the more, you know, outlay the transfer fees coming down later on in the summer.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so too, mate. Um, Rangers Loyalist, thank you very much for the £2, mate. Really do appreciate the donation. That is very much appreciated. Um, Yeah. I I agree I agree I think it's important to to get a business done as early as possible and I think it's quite clear that that's what Bill fancies fancies doing Um, Sterling himself said I'm really excited to come to such a big club there's a lot of history and the supporters are so passionate so I'm thrilled I wasn't expecting to make my mind up about the future this quickly but the gaffer came in for me straight away and what he proposed to me was everything that that I believe I need we were on the same wavelength he believes in me and I believe in what he's trying to do as well. So it was a no-brainer um, for me to come. Um, scotia I'll come to you uh, first mate so Ali doesn't say anything, uh, say everything even. Um, <laughs> do you do you think Bill's approach of wanting to meet players um, face-to-face so that he can get a good read of the players is actually maybe working both ways? As in, the players are looking at the manager and going, hmm, it's actually better that we're sitting face-to-face and he can get across what his ideas are with a face-to-face conversation because so far it's... Um, it's looking like players are excited to work under them.
3: Yeah, no, I like it. It's the personal touch and it makes a player feel wanted rather than sitting there with the agents hashing it out. And then you end up becoming like the third or fourth person down the line before you repeat it back. And it's because on a wee bit like Chinese whispers, you could say. But um, it reminded me, it sort of reminds me of what Walter Smith done with like Gaza and stuff like that. You go out and meet them, and, and it's that that then would sway the player's mind. You know, I'm sure Sterling probably had offers on the table from other clubs, you know, down in England that would probably offer him, well, definitely offer him more than we we would. Maybe not, maybe able to offer him, you know, chance to, uh, to play at such a big club. But um, no, I think it's good that Beal's doing this. Um, and it, yeah, it, it just probably ties everything in our favour for these sort of transfers to, to go over the line in our, our deal.
1: Yeah, um, Ali, would you agree with that? Do you think that the the face to face approach it seems to be seems to work? I'm not saying I think on reflection now in hindsight Cantwell's maybe a bit of a coup for Rangers because I think he's I, I generally do believe he's a bit of a special player, but obviously still he's see Sterling and I think Raskin will go on to be a, a great player. I, I think he started great. I'm not criticising at all. But I think it's important for the players to want to play for the manager. Are the signings that we're making to want to play for the manager. And so far it seems to be
2: working. Yeah. And thanks Lorraine again for the Lorraine, thank you so much. um no I, I agree with Scotia Bill going down for a face to face. To be fair there's there's no um director, they are not going to go and do that job for us. So he needs to go and do it, Bill, anyway, but yeah. it's um, it's, a, it's a nice touch, to be fair. It makes that player feel wanted. It makes him feel part of a team rather than just part of a, a big squad, if you know what I mean. So, he's sold probably the vision that he's got for Rangers next season and moving forward and, and what, he, what he thinks he can get out of Sterling. So, yeah, it's, it's good, to be fair. Sterling's probably looked at guys like, dare you say it, um, Calvin Bassi, who we picked up who was in the Leicester reserves at the time, came to Rangers and look look where he is now. Earned a move to Ajax. So he'll look at that as a I hate to say a stepping stone to, to a bigger league, not a bigger club, but a bigger league. Um and it is it's has good European um he'll be playing in Europe. He'll be fighting for trophies as well. So, and he's playing in front of us 50, 50 odd thousand fans at Ibrooks every week. So but what's not what's not to like come to Ibrooks?
1: Yeah. Uh, Apart we start uh, moaning. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But we're always, we're always going to moan. That's part and parcel of being a Rangers fan. Um, Sterling did make comment that he can improve here. Uh, and it's the first time in six seasons he knows where he's going to be playing football next season. Uh, it can only help settle him, I think. And hopefully that that will show in his performances. And as you say, mate, Dell say he is the next kind of Calvin Bassett because that's that's what we're looking for. And there's no danger that he loves a tackle.
2: Yeah, he... he... I think I said when we linked with Sterling weeks ago, I did say he reminded me a bit of Bassi, the way he plays. He's quite a physical guy. He's quite big, loves a tackle. But yeah, I just think you look at Bassi and he can, he can improve. I think he will improve. He's a young Sterling. Um, I'm excited to see him. I really am. It's, it's, dare I say it, Karen, it's a completely different thing. I think maybe Scotia said it. It's similar to when, an, and it's a completely different situation. Right before thought, the comments start throwing stuff at me here. But remember when Mark Warburton came in, and he changed the style of play. They brought a list of players in. You seen tavana and that, and you went Eyebrooks the first game. and You thought, yeah, this looks decent. Um, thank you very much, Eric Oliver. I just, Mark, I got a I've, I've got a feeling under Bill this summer. It's a similar thing, but obviously not in a bigger level. But. Um, no, it's an exciting time. And then he's the first of many any car. And it's, it's, a, it's a, not a punt with Sterling, but we've not paid money for him. So I expect him just to pay money for for someday. Decent money.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's really any doubt. Um, really any doubt about it. Um Bill made comment on the signing saying, I'm delighted to welcome Dujon to Rangers. He's an exciting young player who I am sure uh, will be a great addition to the squad. He's someone I was aware of from my time at Chelsea and I've always kept an eye on his career as it has progressed. He's He is a very powerful and strong defender who has fantastic attacking qualities and I look forward to working with him. Uh, Scotia, you, did, you made mention of it, mate. I think the Bosman signings that are happening just now, I don't see any negatives to getting the, the work done as early as possible and getting over the line. Bill was clearly identified players that he knows he can get on a Bosman and he's going out to get them just now. People will start becoming impatient um about the fact that we're not spending money, but we can't do anything with it's much easier to do a Bosman because you don't need to negotiate with the club. I am the same as I'm on the
3: same lines as Ali. Rangers will spend money this summer. Yeah, well, we, I don't think we can spend any money for just under two weeks now, because I think that's when the transfer window opens, the, what, the 14th or 15th of June. So we, it's not like we can spend any money at the moment anyway. Um, no, but yeah, its it will happen eventually, but no, it's good to get these done, because how many times have we sat there even throughout the history watching Rangers for us guys, and we, we leave it to the last minute. You're leaving players. Too late to integrate with the squad and then it comes back and bites you in the arse um, getting these all in right now no i think it's a good thing yeah um back to you scotia divine think that's time time up for hammock rangers potentially yeah i think i've seen cgm55 put a, up a comment there that Divine's away i've not really like i say because i wasn't having to do any prep today i've kind of stayed away from twitter an awful lot this week but yeah, it does give me a wee bit of the worry. The Divine's away because he's done well when he's come in either to play at right back or when obviously Borna was out away for the the World Cup. You know, Divine came in and played left back there and, and gave us an option. You know what? Even he could even still be around and he could be cover for for either either flank there because I don't think depending on what happens with Borna, if we go out and sign another left back or do we keep Divine there as that option? Um, don't know, but yeah, to me it kind of. If I was to add him, Divine, I'd be going like, right, hope I'm not going to really be getting my chance here, am I? I, I would, I would go along with that. I think there's there's probably potential for him
1: to go on loan um, to, to a club. I would imagine uh, there would be a club that would be willing to take him. I don't think there's anything wrong with Divine. I honestly don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he's quite there to make the step. Although we, he maybe he hasn't. Granted, he hasn't had the opportunity to really show that over a consistent basis. Um, we, we're getting. The game time um. but I, I, when I do see him I think mm, yeah you're a decent player you're a solid player but is he what we need to, to kick on and move forward that one I'm still not sure about but obviously that's there for me to be proven wrong Um, which I would be absolutely fine with Ali there is obviously it's Twitter rumor season, mate. So you, you can read into as much of them as you like. There's nothing, obviously, nothing concrete in a lot of them. But um, Davis um, has been reported. It has been reported that Rangers would be willing to accept offers from him, and would be willing to accept offers from Barisic again. I don't know how much true the either of them. So Divine, he might still have a role to play within the squad, but he is very much in the
2: squad. Yeah, he's he's weighed in a peck order. No? I mean, you look the last five games of the season here, Carney. Well, you want to say they were dead rubbers to a point, he didn't didn't get a chance, no, really. I know he'd come yeah. on for ten minutes or so, but didn't get a chance. I'm the same with you under Divine. I think he's okay. I think he looks steady, he's never let us down. No. Is he a guy that can come in and consistently play for us? We don't know because he's never played consistently. But from what I've seen of him, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. And and Beale sees him every week, so he he knows better than us. So if I'm Adam Divine, I think he signed a new contract not that long ago to be honest. Um, I'd be asking potentially to go and loan next season. So I could see him going out and loan potentially. And the guy Davies, I I'd I'd um, I've heard that one going back down to championship. I could see us getting money back for him, Carney. He? Mm. he could go down mm. to that championship. I think he's kind of well thought of down there. So we could get our money back in him, I would um, so yeah, we just need to see what happens Well I think there's no
1: doubt with Davis, um, Scotia that I reckon we could get money back on him, I'm I'm not as done with him as a lot of the, the Rangers support are I understand the frustrations within his game one thing I will say though since John Suter's came back and he's playing D- Davis doesn't look like he would stand a chance even at left centre half against Suter because I think Suter's been incredible and that might be the that might be the, the turning point for um, Davis to think, hmm, maybe this isn't the club for me.
3: Yeah, I mean, would we get the four, the whole four million pounds back? I don't know. I think you could. I would maybe accept two and a half to three million and just yeah, cut our losses, kind of more. thing. Because yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's. He started. There's a wee period where he started looking like he was going to be all right for me, and then he just he fell back down to kind of I'd seen all of him. Um, maybe he needs another year because you know um, it can. You know some players do need the year to settle in. That the problem being though is that we as Rangers fans, once we've made our mind up on a player, we don't release. Really, don't really switch back. It takes an That's awful lot for us to switch back. You know, it takes a a monumental effort like Borna Barisic for us to kind of flip our minds back. or... Opinions of them back. So, um, Carney uh, will be singing guess, a Waka
2: Waka song next
3: season. Sorry, Scotia. No one, for, <laughs> we'll get him down in the quayside one Saturday night after the Viceroy alley. Um, yes, yeah, so I could probably see Davis being let go because, yeah, like I, I feel a wee bit sorry for Davis because we probably would have seen more three at the back if it hadn't been for pretty much what was the story Ranger season last year injuries and key key areas. So we never really got to see that in full effect with Davies Sutter and Golton all at the same time. Yeah, um quickly
1: before we move on to other transfer rumours, um it was announced, Ali, that there's a number of players getting let go from the Academy as the changes from the club from top to bottom seem to be continuing on. Um, I don't have the list a hand. Sorry, that's very unprofessional. I do get that. Um there, was there any surprises though in the in the ones that you have seen that are um that have been released from the Academy?
2: I'm going off the top of my head here from the, the I snippet think that I've seen a couple of I remember of... Chuck. Chap- Kai Kennedy's gone. I think Tony Weston's gone. Tony Weston's gone. They, they, you look at Kai, like, Kai Kennedy and Tony Weston, for instance. Like Tony Weston, we brought in from, was it Blackpool, I think he was playing out or something? Mm. We, we brought him in to our, to our youth squad. He was touted as a, as a very good prospect. We've brought a lot of these boys in, Carney that are touted as good prospects and never make it. Let go, Kai Kennedy. Another one. A couple of years ago, uh, there was big teams looking at him. Apparently, if he was looking at was possibly leaving Rangers to to go elsewhere. He's been out in loan, umpteen places, not worked for him. It, it's the, the B team hasn't worked for us at all. Carney. there's only what can you look at in the B team? Patterson to a point. Lowry, who doesn't really get a game. Divine, who we're talking about, who would is probably not good enough. So. Yeah, it's it's another shake up within the within Rangers. I know you've got the the board level, obviously you've got um players leaving for the first team and also the B team now. So that's getting shaken up. So it'll be interesting because we need to make that B team work, Carney. Even in terms of these boys don't make it, in terms of it's a a financial thing in terms of being able to sell them as well. So it's. I know we get, we got money for Richie. Boy, it went to Dunfermline. I forgot. His Kane Richie Holser. Kane Hossel, Yeah. Kane Richie holster yeah. yeah. So we got. I mean, I imagine it'd be a nominal fee to be honest, but it's uh, it is disappointing the B team, can't it?
1: Yeah, Scotia. I think it's important though to for the freshness to run from top to bottom. I think it's well needed, and also we're not we're not privy to knowing what the what the conversation was between them and the manager. Um, I'd imagine someone have maybe said, I feel I'm ready to step up and become a first-team player within the squad and maybe Beals went, well, I don't think so. So, and I'll never criticise players for making the decision to to move on in order to 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 get first-team football and want to play football. I'll never criticise. I will never criticise that. But was there any that stood out for you, mate, that you thought was a bit of a shock? i seen Rangers on tour, put in the chat there, Charlie Lindsay, because um, he's, he's been great for the, the B team. Yeah, I think
3: the two big ones for me are probably Kai Kennedy and... Who was the other one you said, Ali? Tony Weston. Tony Weston. Tony, Weston. Well, Tony, Tony Weston's kind of... He had a really good season. The season before last, he had a really good season then and we were kind of shouting about him a wee bit towards the end of the se- that season. Um, but the Kai Kennedy one's a bit disappointing because there was such high hopes from even like three, four years ago um, and it's just not worked out. I don't know if it's because to get a break in through any of the Rangers first team, you need to be super exceptional. I mean, Ali ringed off a few there. You forgot Ross McCrory and um, Leon King as well, Ali. You could maybe mm. throw... Oh no, sorry, I meant I meant Robbie McCrory, but you could possibly throw Ross McCrory into that as well because we did get a fairly decent fee for him. And then I think we even get some more money f- from the sale on that uh, Aberdeen made uh, just there as well. But yeah, the, you do uh, tend to see a big turnaround in the B team uh, every year. Um, and unfortunately, we'll just you know, wish them all the best in their, their future careers. But um, yeah, look at that. One thing as well, and not on those guys themselves, but the players that have. Are in that stage in between the B team and the first team that they're a wee bit older that were out on loan this season. You get Lewis Mayo's obviously come back from Kelly, so he's mm. back in the squad. Will he be moved on? And then you've got uh, Cole McKinnon who's still currently with Patrick Thistle at the moment. And um, as they kind of go to come back into the, the Premiership after their two 0 win last night, um, oh. so we need to see what happens with these players as well. From all my reports, Cole McKinnon's been brilliant for Partick.
1: Um, I've got a, a guy I used to work with um, who doesn't watch this podcast, um, but a guy I used to work with—he's um, a Partick Thistle fan, and well, he claims to be a Partick Thistle fan. Ved into that, what well, you will? I'm not sure, um, but no, in all seriousness, I think he is. Uh, and he—he he kept saying, "He's, he's like, p- like, why, why have you let this boy come?" to was just
3: like, "He's—he's—he's he's, he's been phenomenal." He's not really played since he McCall. I don't know oh, if he maybe not. had any injury issues or something, but he's not really been, can't remember the guy, the new Partick Thistle manager's name, which is ridiculous, as I was watching the game last Chris night. Um, Chris Doolan. Chris Doolan, yeah, cheers Ali, but he, he's not really played under Chris Doolan too much, and I know he was on the bench last night as well, um, but no, I think he was playing pretty well earlier in the season, so I can see where your, your mate's coming from.
1: Yeah, um thank you, Big Dodge, for the, the five pounds, mate. I really do appreciate that. And I've just remembered something. See, I'm not used to hosting this show, but it'll be time for me to do the Manscaped promo roundabout now. Uh give me two seconds, I need to do all this but myself. Usually this is all queued up for you, like see what I mean? I've got to do it myself. Um so yes, time for time for a word from our sponsors. It's time to mind your manholes with Manscaped. Everyone's aware by now that nose hairs are a major turn off. That's why Manscaped upgraded to their brand new Weed Whacker 2.0 With improved blades and motor you can feel the power of nasty nose hair annihilation in the palm of your hands Save money and attack your nose and ear hairs by going to Manscaped.com and using the code CLUBAT22 to get 20% off and free shipping Our friends over at Manscaped are helping you enjoy springs or summers fresh air if you like if you're in Scotland because the weather's been cracking eh, by using the Weed Whacker 2.0 on all your face whole hair also the weed whacker 2.0 will be on all the manscaped tool sets including the platinum package 4.0 and the performance package 4.0 so no matter what kit you pick you'll receive the new weed whacker 2.0 nose and ear trimmer let's face it long nose hair is a major turn off let manscaped be part of your daily grooming routine ensuring no hair is ever out of place it's time to level up your groom game Save twenty percent off and free shipping with the code club at twenty two at manscape dot com. That's twenty percent off and free shipping with the code club at twenty two at manscape dot com. From below to up top, get the best in grooming at Manscapes shop. Your nose, ears, body, and most of all, gentlemen, what will thank you? Your boss. Your boss. Your balls will, thank you. Um, there you go. I've not done that in ages. <laughs> I've literally not done that in ages. Um, no, genuinely, thank you to Manscaped for their support for us over this season. Not signed on the dotted line yet for next season, but we are very hopeful to continue the relationship on because they have been absolutely superb with us. And also, if you go to their website, you use the our code, you're supporting this podcast. So thank you for everybody that has went and done so. <clears throat> it really does mean a lot to us. And yeah, genuinely, I'm not just saying that their products are... Excellent, absolutely excellent. So, yeah, right, where was I? Yeah, we'll go on to other, other um, transfer rumours. Uh, Butland, the deal looks back on. Ali, according to your everybody's favourite transfer agent, Fabrizio Romano. Um, I think this one, for me, mate, is it's quite exciting to the extent of he's coming here for the right reasons because there is no doubt that he's been made offers in England because of the way that this is kind of stalled and then started again. So he's going to have been made a significant offer, um, which will be more than anything that Rangers are willing to offer. When he comes here, mate, if he does come, he's going to be one of the highest, player, highest paid players at the club. That I have little doubt on, but if we get him, mate, I'm, I'm all for it because he's coming here to play football, mate, then it's because he wants to play football.
2: Yeah. He's six foot four, dominant goalkeeper. I want a, a big goalkeeper. That's what I'm looking for. And he ticks the box for that. Played for England, played in the Premiership. I know he's warming the bench down at Man United at the moment. He's, he could have the chance to stay down there, be third choice at Man United and probably double his money down there and just have a nice life, to be honest. But no, he wants to play football. And I like to see that come up to Rangers. Um, he, will go, he will be our number one can. I know a lot of folk have said we need to tie McCrory. I would give McCrory the Cup games next season, but Butland ain't coming up here to play second fiddle. It'll um, be good for McCrory having Butland there, and he'll try and push him, but he'll be the Rangers number one next season. If he comes, obviously, Man United play Man City in the FA Cup final tomorrow, so I'd assume he's in amongst that squad. So I would think it would be, after that game, it could be announced in terms of he Butland becoming the Rangers, and Yes, it's a, a very good signing, I think. Similar to Celtic's Joe Hart, if you want to say, but I think it's a better one. He's younger as well, Carney. Um, I think he'll be hungry too.
1: Yeah, the different stages of the career, mate, I think. Yeah. I know that sounds daft, but he's, I think he's 31, isn't he, Butland? So, I mean, that's young for a keeper nowadays. I mean, look at McGregor. McGregor's 86 tomorrow, I think, and he's only just retiring. So I think it's... Um, I think it's encouraging. I really do think it's encouraging. Scotia, your thoughts on Butland? It does look like it is. We are waiting until the the after the FA Cup, and it looks like it is going to happen this time round. I know that I had stalled, but I, I think this might be a this might be a blessing in disguise. The fact that um, it's kind of reassuring everybody that he's coming here for the right reasons if he's knocking back offers in England.
3: Yeah, I mean Butlin coming, yeah, be very good, I think. Um my only two slight worries is that I, I'm more of the opinion that I think Robbie McCrory should be given the chance to be the number one. You know, obviously with Butland coming, that probably won't be the case. He's as Ali says, he's going to have to work really hard to dislodge Button uh, Sorry. And then um, that my other worry about that is that the wages, the wages will be very, very high. I would imagine, and it'll be interesting to see what we do with that, with the boardroom changes. Will we kind of shake up the wage structure? I hope we don't shake it up too much because I don't really want to be going down the path of paying players too much money and getting into the state we were previously. But um, yeah, I think he'll be a good addition if he does come. You do have that slight concern though as well that yeah, he's not played very much other than I would imagine a few games, what training games, bounce games, things like that. As he? If you, Ali makes the comparison there to Joe Hart he could come in and be absolutely terrible you know I suppose any signing could so we really don't know but I don't think he would be Um aye, good addition um, it, it was interesting to see as well was it last week that um Kieran Wright had signed an extension to his deal as well yeah. so yeah. I know um, Bill be- had mentioned in the press conference that he talked about one or two players maybe extending their contracts and I did have in the back of mind I think maybe one of them could potentially be Kieran Wright so it looks like we've signed him up again so it looks like he'll be um, third choice. And th- this is no disrespect to John McLaughlin, who's obviously still here. I think he's contracting until 2025. But I do see him for the off because... Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he was helped with the situation Dave Ben McGregor staying on last year, if I put it that way.
1: No, he, he doesn't count as well a homegrown player either, McLaughlin, don't you know?
3: Um No.
1: No, it doesn't count. So um, that I think that's another reason for him to, to not be here, especially if Butland comes in. I've got no issues with McCrory being second, second choice. But if we are going out and we are signing Butland, there is just no way that he's not the number one when he comes in. There's just no chance of it with the amount of money that we're paying for him. So again, uh, McCrory might have a decision to make in his career. Maybe after this season, we'll see how he gets on as as the as the the out and out number two um, for for the entire season. And also I'd imagine he'll get his chances um within cup games, maybe lower league, um lower league games, um if we're in a particularly good run of form. I don't know. I don't know if we can afford to be taking risks or rotating too much when we have to win the league next year. I know we always have to win the league, but we have to win it next year. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited by it with Butwonder I say, I think it's it's made me realise why well, he's coming here for the right reasons because he's not just coming for the paycheck. Because if he was, he could sit as a Third choice keeper for Man City for about eighty grand, seventy grand a week. So and there's no way Rangers are paying that for him to come here. So yeah, uh, but it does look like that's set to be announced. Um, kind of Rangers related, I suppose it's leaving. I just wanted to see what you, your thoughts was on it. Um, Kent looks like a close to a deal with Fenerbahce. Morelos may follow him at Turkey as uh, he's strongly linked with Galatasaray. Ali, I'm not going to lie for Alfredo. Galatasaray's a risky move because he have not get away with being poor or not looking like he's trying. And I, I was, I would, have, I would have thought Kent would have stayed in England.
2: Yeah, but then Ryan Kent's quite a an odd character if you want to say. In terms of, I think he'd quite enjoy going somewhere a bit different. Istanbul, nice city. I've been there a couple of times. Um, I wanted two shocks, because I just think he's that type of guy. Ryan Kent, he could be a he could be a big player in that Fenerbahce team. He could go down to a lower-end Premiership team, potentially, Carney, and be just one of many players there, um, not be the main man. He could go to Fenerbahce and, and, and be the main man, potentially. But I wasn't overly shocked. And Morelos, yeah, Turkey kind of ticks the boxes. But I think he's looking for for big money, Morelos. But I think a couple of years ago, he might have got that, so... <laughs> I think he'll still get a decent wage if he goes to Galatasaray, but Morelos, uh, I, I don't know what his motivation is. And is it football-related or is it does he want to have a nice lifestyle or whatever? So it'll be interesting to follow his career, what he does. But Ryan Kent, wasn't he overly shocked.
1: Yeah. Of were you shocked about Kent being strongly linked with Fenerbahce? Uh Morelos, I'm not. I expected somewhere like that. I expected... Maybe I can a kind of lower league Spanish team or um or as I say Turkey or somewhere along the lines of that. Maybe like a lower a lower Bundesliga side. But um with Kent, I was like, hmm, that's a bit of a strange one. I know I know he's not a Rangers player anymore. We don't know what about it, but I just thought it was interesting.
3: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I want the, both the lads to go and have a decent career after Rangers, but honestly, I'm not really too fussed where they end up playing. It's up to them. <laughs> they're no longer a Rangers player, so they can go play. God, go Scotia play, play where doesn't they want. care. So, <laughs> not, not that I don't care, but it's just it's it's not it's not going to really impact in Rangers unless we like draw like a Galatasaray or Fenerbahce and a group stage at Europe. I suppose that's going to either, the, either club like that. It does kind of guarantee them some form of European football, pretty much. Um, yeah. They're going to two clubs in Turkey that are, you know, two of the three. Well, two three probably only better. No, Esten, Bill no, Bashik Basikir, are they called? No, they're kind of coming, been coming up recently. But those are the, the, those two, and then Basik, this are the sort of three club clubs that you can genuinely count on to pay your wages. Unlike um, um, Miller and McGregor, found to their, their expense when they had their wee two round Turkey and Chris Boyd as well. Did he not pop out there for a wee visit at one point? Yeah,
1: <laughs> a guy that, a guy that hates the heat wants to go and play football in Turkey. <laughs> Honestly. Um... Yeah, but I see that was this I story. It was interesting. Um Malik Tillman. Uh, it looks like the deal's probably not going to happen now. Uh, Rumours are that he's removed himself from the players' group chat. I don't know where these things come from, honestly. Your thoughts on that, mate? It does look like. I don't think. I don't think Rangers are going to be signing him.
2: Nah, nah, I don't think so. Now I, a month ago, I was saying, like, nah, that I can't see it happening." And then when he came out and he kind of done a couple of interviews when he was getting the Player of the Year, I was like, "Oh, I don't know." but now, no, nah, I, I can't see it happen, can't I? Uh, Players we're linked with as well within that position to, Nah, £5 million. Pounds, like I've said for day one, if we spent the £5 million, Tillman, in a business sense, I think we'd make money on him. I think we could sell him on. But does he fit Scottish football? I don't. In the big games, he's just not really showing up for us, Carney. We want guys. We want Todd Cantwell's, basically. I love Todd Cantwell's, which we're not <laughs> yes, going to get. Which we're not yeah. going to get. But guys with that kind of desire, Carney, you know what I mean? Um Tillman he's quite laid back and ah, does Malik Tillman want to play in Scotland next season? I don't think he does. I think he wants to go to another league, Carney. And I think he'd be really good in another league, Italy or wherever. But where, um, he's maybe get more time in the ball rather than up in our league, where it's quite frantic. So no, nah, I don't think he's coming.
1: Yeah. Um Scotia on other ends, I, I I don't know if you're the same. Sorry, are you the, you getting the add on the Tillman thing? Are you on along the same lines? It looks like the deal is not happening.
3: No, Ali summed it up pretty much, but I would still I would buy him. You know me you know me. I would I would buy him if he wanted to come, but um that's just me. Um but no what Ali said yeah, probably true. I think it's probably is. That's it game over in respect to that, but you never know. Just watch this yeah. face.
1: <clears throat> Another one that I wanted to speak about it was on Heart and Hand's daily update today. Is Nisbet looks like he could be off um, from Hibs for 1.2 million. Scotia for me, why are Rangers not at the table here? Well,
3: Rangers would be paying three million. Um, few, that's true. Or, that's two million. Now, you know that know, that num- now that that
1: now nu- that that if that number's now out there, maybe that number's out there to try and flush out bids. Though that's a point. Well, what did Millwall
3: come in for in January? It was a January Millwall in so yeah. for two, two million, and then. It was almost all done and dusted and then Nisbet you
2: decided injured.
3: against it right at the last minute. Oh, I saw he did. Is aye. that it? No, he, get... oh, yeah. he decided,
2: no, I decided,
3: against, decided it. against it. No, you're right, he you did. Yeah, so, I mean, I said, I've said previously that when we were discussing, sort of players in Scotland, that yeah, Nisbet would be one that I think would be pretty decent at Rangers. I don't think he would come in be number one. Um, he would come in and he'd probably then be competing with Jolak and, you know, he will probably come on to Jolak in a moment, but... Um, no, I would take him. Um, obviously, I know people will say, I he doesn't. He's no interest in Rangers and things like that." He's got different affiliations in Glasgow. I, I, that doesn't bother me. If he can come in and do a job, then then good. I I don't mind that. Um, but by all all accounts, that, that's him definitely away for the off. And he he is one of those ones as well that would hate to say it again, but he would tick that wee Scottish homegrown box because we're, those type of players we're, we're now missing because uh, like Arfield's away. He's one that we've now lost in that respect. So we, we need to be mindful of that as well. I think when we're looking at these all these transfer players coming in, that we do need to keep in mind that we need probably a, at least four of the Scottish trained players that are maybe aren't from Rangers because we don't have any ourselves that are you know that at the kind of levels that Jack and Suter are at in terms of the progression of their career.
1: Yeah, I like that. That money to me though, uh, like I know it could obviously be inflated slightly by the time. But, if, play, if people were going to come in and bid. But for that money, for me, he would start over Sicarl and Trolak
2: every day of the week. Yeah, if he's going to Milfwall for reportedly 1.2, rising to 1.5, I think Hibs would... You'd think Hibs would deal with us at the two million mark or something. You would think that with add-ons, but I think he's a good player in this, but I think he'd be a very good backup. He knows the league here, obviously. He's only 26, I think, in but scored a lot of goals for Hibs. But I just... I just think at Rangers we've got this kind of not a snobbery, but Scottish players we kind of turn our nose up against them. Carney, Ryan mm. was ranting and raving last season about Lewis Ferguson, about signing him. We need to sign him. And he's went out to Bologna and he's been He was right. <laughs> to be yeah, fair, he it was, was correct. Yeah, he yeah, he's <laughs> he's, he's was. been right. But but it's it's an example of us turning our nose up. We've been bitten with a lot of players that we bought in the Scottish market. Can you look at players we brought in recently that really haven't done much. Scott Wright, for instance, has come mm. in. Not really done much. Um, I'm trying. To, there was one other player I was thinking of and John Sutters is, is a good example of a guy I think will be a good signing for Rangers going forward. But yeah. we've been bitten with quite a few players who we bought in Scotland, and it's just it's just not worked out at all. But yeah, but Beal must have. He's got a plan of who he wants, so I trust Michael Beale. Um But yeah, the obvious thing when this but is the it was so low. I know the year left in his contract, but. I trust Bill. He's got, he must have somewhere. Else. I know you'll come on to maybe the boy Hadji eight, possibly, but there's a few linked.
1: There is, there is a few there's a, a, a number link there's probably too many to sit and actually go through yeah. um, we'll concentrate on ones that we do we know some some things about and this one's one leaving um so I'll come to you Kamara looks like he's for the off Bill made comment that Glenn has decisions to make regarding his future he needs to assess his options as he's one of that may have been at the club for too long without out and out saying it mate he's pretty much said we are willing to sell Glenn Kamara if you would like to make an offer we are willing willing to listen, and to be honest, mate, there's not many calls from the Ranger support to, to
3: keep him around. Yeah, not for me either. Um, shockingly, both myself and Alistair, I think, picked Glenn Kamara to be the surprise of the season <laughs> last season. Well, he was, he was he surprisingly bad.
2: He, he was, <laughs> yeah, still, yeah <laughs> you yeah, were yeah. still right in a sense,
1: mate. Yeah, you yeah. Were still right in a way.
3: Yeah, I think Kamara's mind was made up after that deal fell through. Um, what, it was a couple of days to go in the, the transfer window last summer, I think, and that deal fell through and I think he's just not been at it. I know Beal came out and said that he's had a wee bit of an injury that he's kind of had to play through because of the injuries that we did have in that area of the pitch, but no, I think it's time for Kamara to move on. Again, this is similar to um, Kent and Morelos previously that the optimum time to sell him's now passed, that we won't get as much money as we would, but I still think we could get a decent Five six million for going Kamara because he does have. Oh, no what, Scotia, three, oh, Scotia, no. The ones that you've been drinking. You put me you, that glass? So he's drinking. You out. get, you get <laughs> petrol
1: in your glass. What's going on? No, here? he's
3: still because he's, he's, he's still got about he's still got about three years left in his deal. We are not so, He's not kicked his own no, ass, not no. <laughs> yet. Oh, come on, I, no, no, I think. I, I right. think if we got Just three million opinion. for him,
1: we would be laughing our way to the bank. Honestly, I do. I I, 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 I love your optimism, Scotia. I always do, mate. I always do love your optimism. But five
2: or six? No, I can't see that. Get Scotia a job at Ibrox,
3: touting for these Rangers players. Yeah, get, get, Scotia, Scotia
1: can be the sporting director. Scotia yes,
3: could yeah, be man. the next you know sporting what? director. This is, this is why I end up with a team like with 40 players in my champ man games, because I refuse to sell it in low prices.
1: Yeah, but I mean, no, I'm not selling them for that, are you, mental? Oh, yeah, I know.
3: Ali. DC agrees,
1: um... me. Yeah, do you see it's he says it isn't ridiculous? Ali, I, I not for me. Like, I, don't, I think three, like, I would be like, what? I, a, I think they're generous,
2: generous at three as well. I honestly, I think scotia has been on something I think the sun's got them. <laughs> um, maybe the sun's stronger <laughs> down in bro. <Helensboro. laughs> Five, six million, 18 months ago, I potentially, because he was good in that Europa League, league running. He was decent, Camara. Um uh, There's
1: so many sensible people in the chat, mate. Raiders on tour. I mean, that is that is very valid. He's a, He's got two years left in his deal and he's an international I, one, but yeah, he's got I, a very good player. But I, I get, it I kind get of that. does, though.
2: Like, I get that. But Michael Beal's come out and tell everyone we want rid of him, basically. So you tell me a, a club's going to come in and offer us a scotish. It's 4 to six million for a guy that we don't want. And Michael Beal's made it publicly clear that we don't want him. I think we'll be. I think Carney will be doing well to get two million for Kamara, and that's Scotia's entitled to his, his opinion. But I think <laughs> we'll do well to get two million for Kamara. Checked out this season. Doesn't want to be here. I think he's a great football player when he's on it, Carney. I think he'll be a great asset for another team, but for us next season, no, nah, not for me.
1: Yeah, Rangers are um, linked with a number of strikers because it's very easy for agents to say that. Um, Rangers are link, or linking players with Rangers because everybody knows that we are looking for probably two, three signings um, in the forward areas. So we are linked with a number of them. I'm not going to go through them all because you'll be here, literally be here, literally here all night. But it does lead me on to Bill's comments um, after the game last week about uh, Antonio Trolak. He said he needs to stay fit. The reality is when I came in in November, he was injured and he's had a couple of injuries since then In that position you want someone sharp and alert at uh, <clears throat> at his best he is that for me into the summer there will be more forwards coming in we want tony here to fight it out have a good pre-season and come back last year going into the last se- the- into the season I thought his form was fantastic. Looking outside as a fan, I've not quite seen the player uh, that player since I've been here for different reasons. Jolak had, did respond to be fair to him and said injuries are a part of the game, uh, and you want to uh, you won't have time to breathe. You you don't always have time to breathe. You always have to stay positive and work hard. I'd never like a period uh, like this in my career. I'll now work hard this summer to make sure I'm as well prepared as possible for next season. Realistically, Ali. Alex- has um, he got a chance of being our number one striker next year?
2: No no, he's if he's there next season, he's number probably number three for me, I think we'll look to bring two players in, Kamar Roof apparently is back, we've seen him on his Instagram, he's ready to well run he was roll training
1: roll. mate, so he, he was training in a gym, so he about for seven to ten days now.
2: Yeah, so I look forward to seeing Kamar Roof back, fit and ready um, no, you will be number he, he's another one, Carney, and I think he, he did well in spells when he first came. I always said last season, does he strike fear into me? He's a striker if I'm a defender and opposing team. No, he didn't. Um if range if somebody came in and offered us money, can't basically what we paid for him. I think we would move him on. I think we would. I would I was happy for him to get his goal at St. Mirren. I'd love him to come back and shove it in my face, but Nah, we all said when he first arrived, Carney was Itton's replacement. And Itton was number yeah. three, let's be honest. And he had a wee mm. purple patch and we all went and Morelos was way off way off the ball and we thought, oh, we've maybe got something here. But nah, he'd be third choice at best for me.
1: Yeah, score shot. I mean, he came back after injury and got a goal at the weekend. I know St Myrne were pretty much on their holidays by that point, uh, but he was still there to score, um, so you've got to give him credit there. And he did hit that purple patch where we did think we had a bit of a player on our hands, but since then, the injuries have disrupted him and it's disrupted his form as well um, to an extent. What For you, mate, uh, if, he, if he remains at the club, because again, the rumours suggest that Rangers would be willing to accept offers for him as well, but if he does stay, I, I don't really think he has um, much hope of being our number one striker, and I, I'm pretty sure that the fans
3: would not be entirely happy about it either. Yeah, but, but we're going into this conversation assuming, and we don't know this, we're assuming that it's we going are to assuming. be playing with that one striker, like we've seen under Gerard. you know, with a, a central striker. We don't, we don't know, because mm-hmm. Beal, towards the end, was kind of playing with Sakala, Matondo, Sakala, Tillman came in a few times before he got injured, playing more as a two. Now, playing with that with an actual striker there, um, you know, could that be an option? It wouldn't be your number three choice striker if we go with like a two up top sort of thing. Um, so for me, what Ali says, I think is pretty valid. I would be of the same opinion that if an offer does come in, yeah, we can move him on. But I wouldn't be quick to get rid of him. Maybe, I think I said this a few weeks ago, but he'd be one of the last ones that I would clear clear out if we were forced to clear out anyone or we were looking at offers from from people because at the moment what we've we've got Ruth we'll be stuck with Ruth next season regardless because no one's going to take him on and he's only got a year on his contract so we've got Ruth, we've got Jolak and that's it. If you are you throwing Sakala in there as a striker, I don't think he really fits that striker No, role. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> no <only> <laughs> Plus, as well, to be honest, I do think that the striking that central forward area is going to be where we spend our biggest transfer fee. us. Mm, I agree. So unless it's for, unless it's for a Tillman, but I could even see it like I don't. I wouldn't surprise me if you pay like a five million for a Tillman and also pay five, six million, seven million for a striker. Because I think we desperately need it. We desperately need refreshed up there.
1: Oh, 100% mate, I agree, I would expect that will, that's where the biggest investment will be this summer, will be the the front line or the, the number one striker, if you like here's a question um, for both of you you've got I know this is hypothetical and Scotia we are on a podcast so sometimes things have to be hypothetical um,
2: <laughs> Ali Cholak, Roof keep one, sell one who? Oh god that's Is Kamar staying fit for the season here?
1: Well, no. Literally. Even hypothetically, he wouldn't stay fit for the season, mate.
2: <laughs> I've got faith in Kamar When I was watching that Instagram story the other day, Karne, I was like, he looks like a guy <laughs> determined to come back. So if, if Kamar Roof's fit, Karne, I'm picking Kamar Roof over Chalk all day long. But we all know with Kamar Roof, he's made a glass. But he does tell us Kamar Roof in his Instagram stories. He's stopped it's opening up fact. takeaways down in the Barton. that he is fit. He's ready to come back. Michael Beale likes him. I'm going to get slot in the comments here, can't I? I'd pick Kamaru for over even for the three Aye. games that he plays for us that season. <laughs> At least yeah, he'll all of them.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're guaranteed that he will score. Yeah. He's one of those kind of players. Uh, Scotia, what's your thoughts as you say, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that Kamal Roof is now turned into Superman and he won't get injured. But you've got Trolak, you've got Roof. Keep one, sell
3: one. Yeah, based on their previous, I would be keeping cholak over Roof. Um, but I do get Ali's point. I think Roof's probably the best one. Of, probably the best striker in Scotland. I don't think that's what unfair to say. For, it, yeah, the problem is, it's, it's that when he's fit, part that's the big issue. <laughs> so I would be keeping Scholak if just based on the, the sort of previous history.
1: Yeah, Rangers on tour made a point there. Ranger, uh, Roof will be given until January to prove his fitness. If he breaks down again, he'll leave in January. The club wouldn't have allowed him to go for that operation if he wasn't in the plans. They've got the duty of care bit as well to look at um, in terms of him being an actual human being yeah, and, and a football player, obviously. But so it's difficult for me. Um, I think I'm with Ali. I think I'd rather keep Kamar Roof than... than than Antonio Trolak because I think Roof when he is fit he's a, he's a fantastic striker he really is um, and if we only have a year left I think you would get more for Trolak etc so um, yeah I'm, I'm, probably, I'm probably losing subscribers as we speak but I would probably keep Kamar Roof I really would because I think he's more chance of a goal in him than um, than Trolak unfortunately um, right we'll finish up with my favourite player Ryan Jack Uh but obviously Jack and Soutar have been called up for the Scotland squad. Um, many would have thought, Ali, or maybe hoped that Jack would retire from international football um, with, Rangers, uh, um, with Rangers becoming his priority, but that does not seem to be the case. Uh, asked. Uh, Ryan Jack made a, a comment um, saying, with Rangers being back on the 30th of June, he said, it's not going to be a, a big break for myself, but I want to be involved in big games for Rangers and big games for Scotland. So it's a sacrifice you have to make. Right now, I can still do both. Hmm. Pause for effect. My mindset is that I love being part of the Scotland set-up and I love playing for Rangers. Right now, that's where my mind is at. Now, selfishly, mate, generally, I don't want any... First team player of any of any of the any of the squad um, to to play international football because it's not my bag. I know it's important to people in Scotia as one of them. Not criticising that. That's not what I mean. But with Ryan Jack, mate, he is top of my list of going. You shouldn't be doing both. Again, that's my personal opinion. But in time will tell. But I, I was slightly disappointed. I was like, I really wanted them to focus just on Rangers.
2: Yeah. When he signed that new contract, we all said, do you think Rangers, secretly, I know they can't make Ryan Jack do this, but kind of give him a wee nudge and go, I think you should maybe give up that Scotland career. Similar to Scott Arfield when he gave up his Canadian career. I know Scott Arfield was travelling a lot, which was a big point in that. But, yeah, selfishly, Carney, we don't want him to play for Scotland because he, he... To be fair, I don't have any injuries that he actually caught with Scotland. I'd like to actually have a look at it. It's one for Scotia i look into it. But it's... Um, I just, he can't play many games, Ryan Jack. And when he goes with Scotland, because he will play for Scotland, because um, Steve Clark likes him. I've always got the fear with him. Um, but at the same time, you, you can't you can't say to the boy, you can't play for your national t- um, team. But he's probably going up, dreaming of playing for his national team. I know it's not our bag, Carney. It is Scotia's bag. Scotia enjoys going there. Um, so we can't criticise him. It's the same with Souter. He could go to Scotland and get injured, but again, I think John Stewart's probably one of Scotland's better centre-halves, if you look at all their centre-halves now. So, good luck to them, and it, it gives Scotia two Rangers guys to be to be cheering when he goes to Hamden. You better not be yeah. booing with the rest of the support, <laughs> Scotia. Don't worry, I do yeah. not do that. I look,
3: look on at them with disgust.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who are the Rangers players? No, <laughs>
3: the,
1: other, the other Scotland <laughs> fans that boo them. No, they really wind you up. Yeah, uh, a only winding job. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's selfish on my behalf that I, I, I do expect him to concentrate on Rangers, but it's because Rangers is my priority. Um, I, I was, I'd say, I was clearly slightly disappointed that he's going to do both. And I'm not saying it in a, in a sense that he always goes away with Scotland and gets injured, but it's the miles on the legs thing. It, it needs to be managed, um, and I, I think doing both might catch up with him again. So. All so opinions, I do get that. Scotia, you must be absolutely delighted that Ryan Jack's still playing for Scotland.
3: Yeah, it'll come as no surprise to anybody who's listened <laughs> to this podcast before to know that. Well, I'm, I, I'm not bothered whether Ryan Jack wants to play for Scotland. Well, I am bothered if he wants to play for Scotland or not because it's good to have him in the Scotland setup. But it's down to each player's individual choice what they want to do. If he turned around tomorrow and said, "Right, that's me done," I'd be like, "Right, fair enough, that's your decision." Um, but no, I'm. Yeah, Ryan Jack can do what he wants, and I was thinking about it. Ryan Jack coming I in; mean, he's got these two games coming up for Scotland. are pretty massive because they could almost pretty much secure qualification if they get two decent results, given how well they started the group. And I know like players like Ryan Jack and John Sutter they want to be part of that because you improve as a player like that, um, playing in these types of games, and with Ryan Jack as well. We discussed it previously. He's not going to be playing every game next season, regardless if he stays fit throughout the whole season. I still expect us to sign one or two more midfielders, and one of them would definitely be someone that I would consider to be a starter, um, and a regular starter at that as well. So we're not going to need to rely on Ryan Jack as much as maybe we did a couple of seasons ago, but we managed fine with him when he was injured for large periods in the 55 season. Um, So... Now, I've got no, no issues with it. It's always a risk for any player going away an in international duty. I mean, Raskin just get called up to the, the under-21 uh, Belgian squad there for the World Cup. Yeah. Um, he's gone there. He's just come back from an injury. There doesn't seem to be this big... I know it's all based on Ryan Jack's history being injured, but Raskin coming back from injury, there's not this big uproar that he's away representing Belgium. Um, it happens. It could happen in a friendly that a player gets injured. I know the intensity's not there, but do we stop playing friendlies because there's a risk that they could get injured for that game for Rangers during the season?
1: During, d- during the season, I mean, international friendlies shouldn't exist. I can't. I don't understand why you would do international friendlies during the season. Competitive games, I understand. I do. I, I, I do absolutely get that, but international friendlies, <laughs> but I just well, don't I'm not, get it. I'm Jonas. not. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about friendlies? Oh, right, I'm talking right, about okay. Rangers friendlies.
3: Right. Okay. Right.
1: I where you a coming because from. Also, you're obviously, you're using them. it as a buildup. Yeah. Raskin is Yeah, Raskin is twenty one, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's not as if he's at Ryan Jack's stage of his career. So I, I think there's a lot more a lot more less scar tissue on him than, than what there is on Ryan Jack well I think Haji's away with a mania is that correct he's away which I think yeah, is actually quite, to their squad. that's quite important for him I th- I'm, I'm encouraged by him going to get more football because that's exactly what he does need going into next season and I think it's great for Suter as well Um, I think the Sutter's had that uh, a, a kind of mixed season I think he's finished the season fantastically well um, if he'd played like that the entire season I think we would generally be talking about player of the season with him because I think he's been great since he came back in um, so it'll be. I think it's good for him and he's going to be is it Norway he's playing so up against Haaland isn't he?
3: Yeah, would be a good
1: no. testing ground, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh my goodness! Sorry. could you pick a worse player back again? He's got to go and play against the best if he wants to be the best, I suppose. So yeah, um, good luck to good luck to him. But yeah, the Ryan Jack one I, I, again, obviously, it is it's, for me. It's disappointing, but it's it's important to him. So we'll, we'll just have to back it. I just hope it's not one that comes back and bites us and him on the ass. Uh, that will do us for tonight, gentlemen. Just short of the hour mark. So always good to come back. Me, I do miss it. But me, don't have one that mid- Week I kind of find myself thinking I should have be doing something when I wasn't. But uh, thank you too for letting me host this one tonight. So, Ali, for tonight, thank you very much, mate.
2: No problem. That was a good podcast. I wondered if we'd fill the hour with no press or no Rangers, but we have done it. Um There will be a lot of news about Rangers going forward this season, can't we? so we'll have a lot to talk about. So looking forward to it in the, the coming weeks.
1: Yeah, it feels like a wee bit... Uh... Uh, you think you're kind of getting a break but with the amount of of stuff that's going to be coming out, players coming and going going, it's going to be a busy summer, it's going to be a a very very busy summer. Um, Scotia, thank you very much for tonight mate
3: No, thank you guys as Ali says, that was enjoyable, thank you to all the listeners and thank you for the donations from the selective listeners as well, enjoyed that
1: Yeah, uh, I echo that. I echo that. Thank you, everybody, for getting involved in the live chat as always, and thank you to everybody for donating as well. Uh, Before you go, if you please could like the video and subscribe to the channel, that would be massively appreciated. We're going to make a real push to get to 5,000 this season, which is crazy. but it's within our reach we could possibly do it so tell your pals tell your pals pals um, to tune in and give us a listen and if they like what they hear give a wee like and subscribe that would be magic we will be back with hopefully something um Monday Tuesday Wednesday or Thursday I think next week depending on when we can get stuff recorded etc but there will be an extra show next week and then of course we will be back on the Friday with Club Live and hopefully things will be a wee bit more structured as in the way it's going to go for the rest of the summer but it's that time of season where we're all just quite happy to sit back with the sliders on, enjoy the sunshine and have a cool beer in the garden, which is what I'm probably going to go and do just now, so yeah, thank you everybody, enjoy your weekend until we speak to you next week, we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, cheers everybody